Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. That's Lisa Marie Presley during a rock dance. Is that what that is, Brian? I just don't really remember that. Maybe a little bit. Somebody said when Damar Hamlin went down on the football field, there were tons of people tweeting the same thing, that it was because of the vaccine. It's just unbelievable they're saying it again about Lisa Marie Presley. So true. Sam Rubin is with us. Hey, Sam, thanks for jumping on with us. We were talking about Lisa Marie Presley, and I'm hearing that she will be buried at Graceland next to her son, Benjamin. Yeah, you know, it, it is. It, it, you could not have a heavier last name, and you could not have a town more in shock than Hollywood yesterday. And one among the interesting aspects of all this, and the sad aspects of all this, is sort of following it in real time. As I imagine people, you know, in their own personal lives have experienced, somebody has a heart attack, they go to the hospital. There's this sort of glimmer of hope. They haven't. They're still alive, uh, medically induced coma, and then they, you know, quote unquote, fighting for their life, and they just don't make it. And that was the sad circumstance uh, for Lisa Marie. One thing and I, we heard from Billy Idol, among other uh, stars, you know, Lisa Marie owned Graceland for a period of time, and I think still retained rights to it. And so many people talk. Uh, Billy Idol did about these private tours that she conducted, and how she took stars and friends of hers in the music business uh, through parts of Graceland that, that, you know, the regular tour doesn't see. Uh, and as you played that, that musical cut, you know, there were never any hits to speak of, but three albums, two of which were very well-reviewed by music critics. Um, and so it's just, you know, it's one of the more sort of startling and baffling things. And uh, as I said on News Nation and several other outlets last night, Tuesday night, she was at the Golden Globes and was on the yeah. receiving end of all this praise from Austin Butler. And then it's always this kind of Monday morning quarterbacking that we always do. Apparently, uh, and there's videotape to support this, she did not seem that well on the carpet. Like, she wasn't feeling well. And so, uh, you know, who knows what was going on, but uh, obviously a very unfortunate result. Sam Rubin is with News Nation. He's our entertainment reporter, but he's been based in L.A. forever. He's on morning TV in L.A. at KTLA. And so, yeah, we did that yesterday, Sam. We watched moment by moment like, oh, she's been rushed to the hospital. They say it's a heart attack. Priscilla has arrived at the hospital. Confirmed she's at the hospital. Next, when you joined us late in the show, TMZ had said, uh, it's worse than we think. You know, she's unconscious and in a coma and... And then when the show ended and I saw the news break that she had passed, even I was shocked. But Sam, tell me, maybe you could help decipher this for me because I feel protective of her and I don't know why. So when people were tweeting bad stuff or a family member said, well, maybe it was drugs, I guess because my name is Lisa Marie. Um, I never grew up with Elvis's music. I'm closer to her in age. Do, do you see that in other people that people kind of looked at her as someone we needed to care for or worry about? I, I think that's a really good observation. And I, I, I think, you know, it, it's funny because, and, and I think we do this almost, and maybe there's sort of a commodity analogy. Obviously, she has an extraordinarily famous last name. 
And the release of the movie in June and the popularity of the movie, you know, sort of renews and revives an interest in Elvis. That being said, all of that being said, Lisa Marie Presley herself has not been in the headlines for quite a while. So the fact that, that you know, this, this vaults uh, as a major news story, which I think it is, uh, is obviously because of her lineage to some degree. Um, and, and then, you know, as you look back over the, you know, considerable ups and considerable downs of her life, and, and there, were, there were both and a, and a lot of them, um, I, I had forgotten that she was married to Nick Cage very briefly. I yeah. certainly remembered she was married to Michael Jackson. We pulled a clip this morning, an interview she did with Oprah, saying that, 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 that Michael Jackson was, was like a drug, that he was unbelievably compelling and interesting and, her word, intoxicating. And so um, it's, it is the most extraordinary thing. But I do think people worried about it because one thing that she did, and this is you know, part of probably an, an admirable legacy, is, and you know, I, I won't use her words specifically, but, but essentially when her husband killed herself, killed himself, I should say, you know, she, she talked about it and she wrote about it. And this you idea, mean her well, son? You mean her son, right? Not her husband. Her son. Her, yeah, her no, son. No, her son. Did I say husband? I meant to say her son. Yeah. Her son, Benjamin, uh, ended his life about two or three years ago. And she didn't, you know, try, she said, look, this grief is overwhelming. It's, it's unimaginable. It's incredibly difficult. And I know, you know, these are my words, not hers. And I know some people are thinking, oh, well, it's the parenting, you know. And I'm here to say it's not the parenting. No. And, and that fingers should not be pointed at parents. And, you know, this is kind of an overall topic that nobody ever talks about. And right. she talked about it. And so a, that was, uh, you know, an important thing that she did. It's a powerful piece, People Magazine. It was kind of like an op-ed that she wrote on National Grief Awareness Day. And to your point about she hasn't really been, you know, seen much, is she was at Graceland for Elvis's birthday last week, and nobody really knew about it. Hordes of people. She was signing autographs. She spoke, but it never really was noticed until she passed away last night, and now it seems to be video that is being shared everywhere. But So was Hollywood as shocked as the rest of the world? Oh, I think I think extraordinarily shocked. And you know that this idea, and again, it's 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 the, the the first glance and then the detail. The first glance, and this was my observation. Oh my gosh, she's at the Golden Globes. Uh, the man who played Elvis is is praising his uh, real life wife and daughter to the heavens because they were so helpful in in his own portrayal of Elvis, and it was a real positive emotional moment. And so again, and. I'll extrapolate. Well, she must be feeling really good because that how fantastic. Right. Um, and then I think these these sound bites, you know, were not necessarily widely seen or widely shared from the carpet. But after she passed, uh, the folks from Entertainment Tonight were like, you know what, we spoke to her on the carpet, and she wasn't good then. So you know, it it it, it sort of changed the perspective a, a little bit. Um, no, I think people just can't really quite believe it. And then the Critics' Choice Awards. That's this Sunday. Austin Butler is nominated for his performance uh, as uh, Elvis. Many of the ballots have already been turned in, but the voting closes today. Uh, he might have been on track to win anyway. If he wins, I can't imagine he won't reference this. I think he almost certainly will. Um, and he may, you know, he may elect uh, that, that it's too emotional to even show up. But assuming he shows up and assuming he wins, that's going to be a very, very powerful moment. 
and I guess I'll remind uh, listeners, um, the Critics' Choice Awards airing all over the country, including in Chicago. Well, you're a voter. Uh, Who'd you vote for, Sam? Uh, I voted for Tom Cruise. Mm. Uh. I voted for Tom Cruise uh, several days ago. Um, And my thought, just getting off this topic briefly, for Best Picture, I think... Maverick should win. You know, the sort of critical favorites and the most nominees were generated by Banshees of Inisherin. And, and everything, 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 everywhere, all at once. You know, both movies of tremendous merit. But I thought the best movie of last year was Top Gun Maverick. And I think that would be the way fans feel. That's certainly the way that movie theater owners feel. And um, I, I wonder if that'll be reflected uh, during the Oscars. It probably won't be. Critics' Choice is a body of about 500 people. I'm a member. Dean Richards is a member. Uh, but people who are effectively broadcast uh, entertainment reporters and critics. And I think they may have a more, they may reflect a more popular sentiment. Well, what an awesome tribute to her and a moment that she had when he professed his love to her at the Golden Globes. No, that was that was fantastic. And, and so I would think how, you know, how shocked and stunned he must feel right. And then the other thing, which people have talked about, you know, he, and actors do this sometimes. They immerse themselves in these characters, and he talks like Elvis now. I, right. I don't think that's how he used to talk. Okay, so it's, because it's a little unusual. Um, yeah. I, so, I was wondering you know, he, that, Sam, because when we heard his voice yesterday, I was like, "Wait, Mary and I were both like, does he talk like that all the time, or is he in character for Elvis here?" Let's listen to a clip of that. Um, I also want to thank our incredible producers and Warner Brothers and the Presley family. Thank you guys. Thank you for opening your hearts, your, your memories, your home to me. Lisa Marie, Priscilla, I love you forever. You could at least play Suspicious Minds or something. <laughs> it was a beautiful um, moment yeah, but for that, her. That, that deep, deep voice, I mean, very, you know, it's, the whole thing is just unusual. Gosh, well, thank you for joining us, Sam. We appreciate your work. You bet. Thanks so much. Sam Rubin from News Nation. Coming up next, we're talking about the bald eagles. Illinois has more bald eagles than any other state who winter here other than Alaska. And I love the pictures that are coming in. We'll tell you how to see them this weekend. But first, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.